This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Thursday the 1st of December. In your Squiz today, some good news for the economy. Our former PM is censured. A high-profile Chinese leader dies. And Socceroos steal the win. This is your Squiz today. News about the Aussie economy has been a bit doom and gloom over the past 12 months, but Siobhan, the Bureau of Statistics has released some new data which could signal a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. It shows inflation could be starting to slow. Yeah, so the monthly consumer price index, known as the CPI, is basically a measurement of how much we pay for stuff. And that rose 6.9% over the year to October. Now, that's down from September's rate of 7.3% that got headlines. And it was a bit of a surprise because experts had predicted that inflation would continue to go up. And it sparked some hope that price rises and inflation may have peaked or at the very least be nearing the peak. Yeah, Treasurer Jim Chalmers is one who is feeling cautiously optimistic about that. But he also said that we haven't felt the full effects of the war in Ukraine or the Aussie floods just yet. And Siobhan, there's a lot of numbers involved in this data release, so maybe you could run us through some of the key ones. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty technical, <laughs> but I'll try and give you a simple breakdown. So an easing of the price of fruit and veg was a key factor, as was a decrease in the cost of clothes and shoes, and perhaps most surprisingly, a drop in travel price increases, which went down from 12.6% to 3.7%. Mm. But not everything got cheaper. The biggest contributor to the annual rise were new homes at 20.4%, and that's due to ongoing shortages in supplies and tradies. Rents also increased, which many of our listeners probably know all too well. Fuel prices went up for everybody from 10.1% to 11.8%, and that was because the government's temporary cut to the fuel excise ended. It's also worth noting the latest figures don't include power bills, which jumped 15.6% last quarter. So we have to moderate our enthusiasm a little bit. Yeah, and just on those numbers, even if inflation has peaked in Australia, we're still way above the Reserve Bank's official target of 2 to 3%. And these monthly results are also in contrast to a warning from Deutsche Bank. It's predicted a global recession could be on the cards as governments all around the world struggle to control inflation. Siobhan, we covered this pretty extensively yesterday, but former PM Scott Morrison was officially censured in Parliament later on in the day. To recap, the formal condemnation by MPs is all to do with his decision to appoint himself to five secret ministries in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, so this all came to a head after former High Court Justice Virginia Bell released a report into Morrison's multiple ministries last Friday, which, alongside an earlier investigation by the Solicitor General, found that his actions were legal but had undermined the government. Now, the coalition didn't support the censure motion. Several of them had called it a political stunt by the Albanese government, but it still went through with the final vote 86 to 50. 
And Liberal MP Bridget Archer made good on her promise to cross the floor and support the motion. And Morrison himself also addressed the parliament yesterday. He refused to apologise again, despite some of his coalition colleagues calling on him to do so. But he did admit that he'd given insufficient consideration to appointing himself to those five extra roles. Siobhan, The man who oversaw China as it opened up to the world after the Tiananmen Square protests, Jiang Zemin, has died at the age of 96. It's happened as civil unrest continues across the country. A Chinese Communist Party statement says he died in Shanghai yesterday from leukaemia and multiple organ failure, and it hailed him as a long-tested communist fighter. Yeah, so Jiang took over in 1989 after Tiananmen Square, as you say, and really helped to make China the economic and political powerhouse that we know today. But he was also known for crushing internal dissent, pursuing a hardline stance on Taiwan, and a heavy-handed crackdown on the religious sect Falun Gong in 1999, but also for mending fences with the United States. And as I mentioned, his death came as protesters in Guangzhou clashed with police, but their efforts seemed to have had an impact as authorities suddenly lifted some restrictions overnight. It was an extremely early start for Aussie soccer fans, Siobhan, but the Socceroos have rewarded everyone who got up to watch with a stunning win over Denmark. They went into the game as firm underdogs, but with the win, they've kept their World Cup dreams alive. Oh, Alice, what a match. They beat Denmark 1-0 to secure a place in the World Cup's next round, which is called the Round of 16 in Qatar. It's only the second time ever that Australia has advanced out of the group stage, having only made it through to the knockouts once before in 2006. And it was a really extra special moment for Aussie veteran forward Matthew Leckie as he struck his first ever World Cup goal in the 60th minute of the game. And that turned out to be golden as it knocked world number 10 Denmark out of the tournament. And just for some context, Australia is currently ranked 38th. So this is a really huge success for us. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's also the first time the Aussies have won back-to-back games in a World Cup following their win against Tunisia last weekend. And as for what's next, it's not decided yet which team they'll be playing, but the Socceroos' next game will be held against the winners of Group C on Sunday. So good luck to them. Yeah, huge good luck. (laughs) Siobhan, I missed the hype around the Fat Bear competition, but since I started, I've heard plenty about its legend. (laughs) And for those who are feeling like they're at a bit of a loss without it, there's a new animal competition that's going. Yeah, forget the bears because now it's all about (laughs) camels who are taking part in a beauty contest in Qatar. It's running alongside the World Cup and participants come from different Gulf countries and compete in different categories all according to their age and breed. Yeah, they say they're looking at the different characteristics for camels in each of those groups. Location of the ears is apparently really important. And they're also looking at things like delicate bone structures and hooves. But aside from all of that, there's a really obvious joke to be made here. I'm obviously just hoping that there's one in the running called Alice. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be. And I'm sure it's the most beautiful. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) 
And just a reminder that Squiz Shortcuts is out today. Siobhan, you and Kate have delved into something that's a little out of this world, if you'll excuse the pun. <laughs> very good. Yes, I was very glad to do a special cameo on this week's episode, which is all about the establishment of a colony on the moon, which could happen sooner than you might think. You've probably heard about the Artemis mission and the Orion capsule that's currently travelling past the moon. Well, that's just the start. There's so much more to it and it's it's a really interesting topic. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that one. You can find Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app right now, and I'll also pop a link to it in the episode notes. But that wraps us up for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.